Hello, and welcome to part one, episode two of this 12-part journey with present to possibility. Again, and as always, I'm Atiba. In episode one, I discussed some ways in a work context to identify what you love and how to use that to create a certain type of awareness. Also went into some things to possibly be mindful of as you discern for you the differences between a job and a career. Today, I'm going to share a tool uniquely positioned to help generate some intentioned energy around what we do and do not want in our work lives. So take a moment and think and reflect, if you will, and if you're open to. What has you feel as though you flourish at work or in your job? What has to happen in order for you to be able to step out of your day to day and say, hey, you know what, I'm really doing great work right here and right now. Or similarly, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing as part of my work life. What has you feel as though you're actually thriving and flourishing? Or stated differently, what are your flourish factors when it comes to work? What I mean by flourish factors are those things, those, those touch points, those intangibles that are active, that are just allowing you to experience things just working in unison, uh, a really even and energizing flow. You're feeling connected with the work that you're doing. To pull on that, I'd like to share an experience of mine that allowed me to identify when I wasn't flourishing. I'm a former designer, and I say former because I've since transitioned to do different type of work that I find to be nourishing to my spirit and to who I want to manifest and be in this world. So for a time, I was a graphic designer, uh, and I did that work to generate income. It was, at the time, a job. Additionally, though, I saw it as part of a larger and wider spanning career. I had the skills to do my work. I had the love of the work, and as a freelance graphic designer, what I was able to do was to interact with people from all walks of life uh, to render art, to present and deliver a product and receive payment for that product. What I found as I stepped into this type of work was more and more regularly, I was being asked to adapt my style to be in service of what my customer wanted as a deliverable. And at first pass, at first glance, there was no real disconnect. Uh, I was able to come up with an idea, generate that idea, put it to paper or whatever medium I was working in, and coordinate with the customer and receive feedback from the customer and make tweaks here and there to render that final product. After a time though, I came to consider my art a commodity. I came to see 
the time, the effort, the energy I was spending towards delivering this this product to these customers as something that I was doing solely to generate income. And that caused a disconnect. It, it really created a chasm for me. I was really unable to and unwilling to accept my reality because for me, my art always told a story about me, whether it was where I was at a specific time in my life, a certain feeling I was experiencing, or an idea that was communicated all through this visual medium that I was sharing and gifting to a customer. So what this work allowed me to do was to see and reflect that, you know what, at this point, at this stage, at this juncture in my life, doing this type of work is not really serving me or who I want to present. I wasn't flourishing. The factors that I I'd identified for myself that allowed me to feel energized, to feel complete, and to feel empowered with what I was contributing in my art were missing. All of them. I was I was not really connecting on any level at all. And I ultimately did not want my work to stand as just a commodity. And I did definitely and definitively want to see myself reflected in my art. And in that type of interaction where you have yourself being me as a designer and you're rendering services for a client, I had difficulty taking myself out of that equation. And that was doing a great disservice to my clientele. So I stepped away and stepped more fully into different work that I find to be fully engaging. Fast forward some years and I'm in this space here, working, talking, interacting with you as coach. So I say that to say this and thank you for your uh, allowing me to, to share that story. Conditions of satisfaction, what things I needed to have met in order to feel really connected and satisfied with what I was doing. On the flip side of that same coin are those things that make the list of dissatisfaction. So when you take time to stop and think, what is it that you have to have or see in your work environment? Those things that really match up and align with your interests, your skills, your knowledge, those things that all coalesce to allow you that sensation of experiencing unity with what you're doing. To come at things from a disempowered space, one could say, well, I know what I don't want to experience. I know what I don't want to see in a work context. I know the type of relationships and interactions that I don't find valuable. That is valid. And to be able to define something by which you don't want to have experienced is a method. I challenge you to consider that it is not empowering to come at it from that perspective, though. Uh, saying what it is that you don't want isn't the most secure step forward, because by coming into it from that disempowered perspective, you're not really creating that opportunity to be empowered and really receive the type of work interactions that is going to bring value for you, that is going to line up with 
your vision of a really positive and engaging work type of interaction and experience. And visiting anything from the negative has a very, very, again, disempowering opportunity to have you step into that reality. In other words, by looking at something and envisioning what is possible, you stand to be much more likely to see that come to fruition. If you're looking at something to express what is not possible, very similarly, you also stand positioned to make that happen as well. Wouldn't it be best to come at it from a positive direction to see the type of experience that you want versus one that you don't? Tying this back to what I shared earlier with regard to my experience as a designer, things change. I shared that I've, I've transitioned to do other things. Uh, I'm still the same person, yes. Things change, perspectives change, attitudes change. So I invite you to give yourself a sense and the perspective of grace to know, see, and understand that you may in many ways, not be the same person you are today as you were five months, six months, six years, 10 years ago. And consequently, those things, those flourish factors, they could be amended. They change. They adapt just as you do as a person, as a human being. As people, we want different things and value different things at different phases and during different phases of our lives. It's natural. It's very human to have that reflected in our career path. And in so doing, we definitely show adaptation. And that in itself is a strength. It signifies growth. It signifies in a level of embracing those things that really comprise this human experience. I'd like to leave you with a challenge. What flourish factors have you been willing to cast aside? Additionally, what were the circumstances that caused you to compromise on your flourish factors? Were they really stepping in to force you to make the compromise that you made? What pieces came to play to cause you to make that choice? As you create space and dedicate intention to energy into answering that question for yourself. In addition to the challenge, I'd like to present and give you cause, if not reason, to choose differently, to choose to be uncompromising, to choose to step fully into embracing those things that will allow you to flourish to feel as though you are truly engaged and empowered in the work that you do, the career you've chosen, and the paths you continue to take towards your growth, development, and blossoming into the professional, into the person, and to the contributor you aspire to continue to be. Until next time, thank you.